Hello everybody and welcome back to Discerning Consciousness. I'm your host Ant and you join me on location here again uh, in the New Forest which is near my home in the county of Hampshire in the UK and this is the second uh, part or second episode of where I'm going to be sharing my musings um, about the coronavirus um, panic stroke hysteria which is gripping um, gripping the planet um, I do apologize in terms of the sound quality for today's recording because there's uh, it's quite a windy day compared to my last recording so I do apologize I do apologize for that um, so today what I'm going to talk about mainly with regards to the coronavirus um, is a phenomena that has become widely known the dystopian word of social distancing which is an extremely um, horrible sounding word um, really uh, I had my first experience of um, social distancing this morning when um, I went to my local my local grocery store I hadn't been out for a while um, I'd already got stocked up on a few things uh, so I went in the store and they have the square boxes uh, which are two meters um, or six feet apart uh, which are said to be there to stop the spread of the virus, uh, which is very debatable. And it was a really curious thing to behold. Um, it's extremely ab absurd. On the one hand, I wanted to laugh at it all because it just seems ridiculous. On the other hand, I wanted to cry because these people are standing in line and obviously they, they think they're free. And they think they're living in a freedom-loving democracy here in the UK, which obviously is is patently obvious that that is not true anymore. What I did sense was a real palpable feeling of unease amongst the people in the queue in front of me, a real sort of um, resignation. So I think deep down they know that even though they're following the script, even though they're doing what the government is telling them to do to protect, the, you know, the NHS and to stop the spread of the virus and to protect the most vulnerable they still feel there is a disquiet there and i could feel it it was palpable in the air so i'm not quite sure how long they can keep this social distance in in play before people do do begin to get a bit angry and and re react as well you know of course this relates to uh, people being locked down and in um in, in curfew in their homes as well it's debatable how long they can they can keep that going because um, even the most you know uh, subservient of individuals after a few weeks of not being able to live a normal life they are going to be, be a bit angry so obviously um, those people who are in control of events or the forces in control of events in each individual country beyond the government within the shadow government are going to have to time this quite well otherwise they might have to use an armed an armed put down against people which i'm still pretty sure that certainly in most western so-called democracies is not something that they would want to do they'd want to avoid that at all costs that might be different in in other countries across the world anyway what i wanted to share with you today was a quote that i found yesterday online by frank zappa um, I'll just read it to you because it, it's a great qu quote really because it relates to what's unfolding uh, and I'll just discuss it a little bit after that. So here we go and I quote, he said, the illusion of freedom will continue as long as it's profitable to continue the illusion. At the point where the illusion becomes too expensive to maintain, 
they will just take down the scenery, they will pull back the curtains, they will move the tables and chairs out of the way and you will see the brick wall at the back of the theatre. Now I think that speaks to a lot of what we're seeing here now, as I said in my last uh, recording, where it's just basically fascism, hard fascism unfolding. I mean, that quote reminds me, of course, about um, the old man behind the curtain, the Wizard of Oz, the Great Oz. It's just a, an old guy behind a curtain manipulating man manipulating levers to project Oz's, Oz's voice out there to scare the people. Now, um, it's also... The system is really uh, revealing it, it's almost like it's pulled off its mask and it's really revealing its true self. Certainly this relates to um, social distancing and the bizarre infringements on people's basic civil liberties, um, which I said people seem to be ex accepting of at the moment. Um, the other thing with social distancing, what came to mind um, just before I was just sat here and just having a little meditation, it reminds me of um, the psychologist B.F. Skinner, of course, the School of Behaviorism. And it just, just does feel like a massive social experiment. So on one hand, I, I feel that they're just, you know, seeing how long they can do this before we react, never mind the, the, the fact that it might be playing part, which it is, of, of a broader agenda. And of course... What B.F. Skinner, his view was that humanity essentially has no free will and that all um, human behaviour is socially conditioned. Now I think we're obviously seeing a lot of evidence, all of us, I'm sure um, all of you listeners out there, excuse the wind again, are seeing evidence of that as well. I know it's quite a dark, a dark philosophy to think that human beings have no free will, but you know, it does feel at the, at the moment as if we're nothing more than um, puppets on a string as the singer Sandy Shaw said you know spinning spinning marionettes and as I said in my last recording for someone that is really keenly aware of um, freedom and civil civil liberties it, it's I, I find it horrific horrific to see it unfolding to see it um, you know actually real in front of our eyes the other thing about social uh, distancing which I find really disturbing is the fact that it's again it's obviously it's part of the agenda of divide and rule you know that's been in operation for, for many many years and as we know they they use divide and rule on many levels in terms of sexuality in terms of uh, race color creed it's used against us all the time so we don't see our co co common enemy which is those uh, behind behind the, the veil controlling events, which is those in the shadow government or the global elite. Um, the most disturbing thing about um, social distancing is it really feels like an attack, a complete attack on the entirety of humanity in that, you know, up until about 10 days ago here in the UK, you could still hug and kiss in public. Now you can't do that. It's really... It's quite a brutal, it's a real brutal form of behaviourism or a brutal, feels like a very brutal social experiment. And also, to me, it feels part of this, the whole contactless agenda. You know, we have contactless payment cards, you, uh, contactless uh, entrance to, um, you know, your, your home or your car. And it's, 
it's it's this whole idea where we don't need one another to survive and you know all that we need to survive is the machine and ultimately artificial intelligence but looking at this um, you know in a more positive light it's great to see here in the UK that lots of local community groups have sprung up um, through Facebook and actually you know knocking door to door with leaflets that are helping uh, the most vulnerable who have been um, put in quarantine for three months because on Tuesday they would have received a million and a half people the most vulnerable people in this country uh, a lot of people obviously with serious health conditions were told that they need to stay in their homes uh, for three months I believe you know a government recommendation I mean of course for a lot of these people they'll be so ill they'll be bed bound anywhere they'd probably love to go out so again what 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 an insult to these people but anyway as I say lots of local community groups have been set up here and, and they're helping people out, they're doing food deliveries, they're making sure that these vulnerable people are getting everything they need. And that's really great to see. And I know in the mainstream media they're exploiting all of this because it buys into this whole narrative of we're all in it together and this is, you know, part of what happens and it's feeding and fueling this idea of the wartime narrative and we're at war with the virus. But if you, you know, look at it in a less cynical way, <laughs> I'm being quite a cynical person by nature. You can see that it's really good that, you know, a lot of people are helping their neighbours who once upon a time, they may, they may have never actually have said hello to, or they might not have even seen them. So that's really good. Um, just to, um, just to wound up, wind up this episode, really, um, hasn't been any real major announcements today. Obviously the death toll is rising around the world. Uh, and the cases of uh, COVID-19 are um, rising around the world. We don't know how um, reliable these figures are. Um, all we can go on is what um, we're hearing, the official statistics, um, so to speak. But it, it's questionable how authentic these, um, these figures are. And... What I've also um, noticed is more and more in the mainstream media, I tend to look at them like um, Sky News and BBC News and CNN just to see what, you know, what's the kind of narrative or what it is that they're trying to project to the public. And what I've seen quite a lot is they'll use the same images. So with reports, so the Sky correspondent, some of the reports from Italy, I've seen the same images used day after day for, for more than a week. So they're not even up-to-date images or, or news stories, story being the operative word, that, that, they're, um, that they're using to, to put out there. And I, and I feel that, as I alluded to earlier, uh, with regards to how long they can keep, keep, keep the social distancing and people in curfew and lockdown, there is, there is a point at which I think even um, people who are buying the illusion, following the script, are going to begin to question things, certainly if the numbers... Uh, in the UK uh, don't spike or they begin to tail off it will become a lot more difficult to keep all those extreme infringements on our civil liberties in place so it would be interesting to see how the government here and across the world how they how they play that and how they'll try and just um, ramp up the fear and maybe just manipulate um, the figures to keep the fear going so just to round up here guys um, I hope you're all keeping safe. Uh, I hope you're not, um, you know, 
you're not uh, having to answer for your actions uh, and being questioned by the police too much when you go out and you know to share your stories with me I'd be really interested in, um, to hear to hear how you're getting on uh, as always you can reach us here at discerning consciousness uh, through Facebook we have a Facebook group and a Facebook page you can follow us uh, on uh, Podomatic just click the follow button and you'll receive an email whenever because um, I'm putting out a lot more content you'll receive an email whenever we whenever I put more content out uh, in terms of Mike he's fine I spoke to him earlier we're speaking daily on the phone like me once a day he's going out for um, for a long walk we're just really um, chewing the cud each day and just musing together and talking about scenarios in terms of how this may play out. We're both hoping that we're going we're to see some sort of spiritual evolution. Um, we'd love to see uh, these mass arrests that are being talking about um, online and this reset which would, you know, do away with um, the evil central banks across the world and we'd have a new fair, equitable money economic system of course we'd love to we'd love to see that come into being but as i said in my last recording i just don't know so yeah looking forward to hopefully some of the restrictions being lim being lifted soon so we can get together and do some recordings on this together but in the meantime i will put my musings out there so thanks again guys for tuning in uh, hope you've enjoyed uh, my second update and thoughts today and i'll just leave you with these wise words Remember folks, if you're not in control of your consciousness, then someone else is. Bye for now.